Welcome to Agora by Give Something Back to Berlin. In this podcast series, we'll be finding out how migration has changed our urban landscape and exchange ideas with those who are making a difference. Join us while we tackle issues ranging from human rights and diversity to migrant identity and belonging. Hello, everyone, and uh, welcome to Agora Podcast. I'm Gabby Denuncio, your host, and I'm joined by Ben Osborne, who is the co-founder of the Open Music Lab, which is part of the Give Something Back to Berlin community. And funny enough, I am also uh, the co-founder of the Open Music Lab, so <laughs> I'm really excited to uh, be chatting to Ben today. Um, so yeah, let's start off by yeah talking about you. You are a brilliant composer, songwriter, lyricist from the UK. So I was wondering, you know, what brought you to Berlin and how being in Berlin has influenced your creative practice. Thank you, Gabby. That's very nice of you to say uh, that I'm brilliant. Um, you are. It's <laughs> a good way to start an interview. Um, but um, yeah, I, so I was working mostly doing music for theatre in the UK for about 10 years or so. Um, and came to Berlin, I was, I think, I, I came in 2016 and I think there was a feeling in the air already at that time in the UK that things were slightly closing off. Like, like the, there was the, it, I, I came just before the Brexit referendum, uh, which obviously kind of polarized that and made that really clear as well that there was this kind of movement in the UK to slightly close things off so I think even but even before the referendum there was that feeling a little bit um, I had been working yeah working really hard not getting paid very much and not really exploring my uh, my own music so Berlin was a place to, to do that I also had been working as an activist in the UK I'd been uh, part of the hope not hate anti-fascist campaign and also worked for a trade union um, but they were like separate parts of my life. There was music and activism. So when I got to Berlin, there was this feeling of like, oh, you can kind of, there's a different, there's a different way of doing things somehow. There's a kind of idea of open communities where you can make your art in an activist context, or you can, you can really have a bit of space to find out who you are as an artist, and that was really appealing. So really bringing your two fields together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. that ended up being the, the thing for me in Berlin <laughs> and that's a big big part that that's really what um, you know that's what Open Music Lab came to represent for me personally as yeah. well yeah can you tell us a little bit about how the Open Music Lab came about and what what the community culture is like yeah so it came about um, so yeah we're right now uh, on the roof of Refugio and it <laughs> came about initially downstairs in the same <laughs> building so it's really great to be talking to you uh, here. Um, it was 2016 and I had just arrived in Berlin, I, I, well I'd been here for a few months and uh, I wanted to find ways to to give back to the community of newcomers to the city um, because there were a lot of people arriving uh, from particularly from uh, Syria and Iraq at that time mm -hmm. I think. Um, I saw, I, I, I found out about Gibbs going back to Berlin, went on their website and saw there was an ad for like, oh, musicians, come meet up, we're going to start a music school. Um, so I came here and met uh, Tom, who, yeah, who is still running the music school today. We had like a meeting of all these different musicians and uh, everyone was writing down what instrument they could teach and 
probably the two instruments I could teach uh, guitar and piano. And everyone in the room had written guitar or piano. So I, it kind of got to me and I was like, oh, well, I have to think, like, there must be something different I can do. And it was, I thought, okay, well, I'm actually a composer and I'm producing my own music. And that's such an important skill to, to learn how to make your own thing, find out what you want to say. And uh, in this city that's so full of artists and so full of electronic music that doesn't really come from traditional instruments, maybe this is something. So I wrote down, like, production composition and it was really clear like there was just like oh yeah that's a great idea yeah, Tom was really this. enthusiastic <laughs> and, but then we realized actually that's it, it was kind of tricky like you need you need a certain set of skills to teach this you you need to get people familiar with some technology you need a different kind of space in a way you you can't kind of sit with a like you could with a guitar and say okay put your finger here and play you know slightly different um skills yeah and, slightly yeah. different skills you need to make that happen so uh, I met with um, uh, Rachel Margetts, who is the producer Your Lovely Dead Moon, and with Chad Matheny, who's the producer Emperor X, both really brilliant artists, and we th had the first kind of few uh, workshops together in, in uh, yeah, trying these ideas out in, initially in the Donal 115, this mm -hmm. uh, jazz bar. And at the same time, I guess you were making workshops as well you exactly, were doing music yeah. right so <laughs> so that was a really cool thing because yeah i mean you found us uh, initially but you had been you'd had pretty much the same idea yeah, uh, totally. and then and then so then we yeah we our two kind of projects merged what, what had been open music lab and music unite became this new open music lab and that's yeah that's what it is today i guess it's yeah, it's this, yeah so this um and you said the second question was or the second part of the question was the the community yeah what's the feel of the the community yeah i mean the, the what the open music lab is it, it's a it's a space where anyone can can learn to to create their own music so mm. uh and it has a particular idea of welcoming people who for various reasons might not have been felt welcome in other music settings or other music education settings. Um, so particularly like people coming from a refugee background or uh, coming from a, a, a community that's been marginalized in some way uh, in, in Europe in general or in the music scene in particular. Um, and what that like leads to is like this, it's a really interesting kind of learning space because people come and share their knowledge. Like some, some of them are just big music lovers who just want to share something they love. And some of them are people who are really like very successful, like impressive uh, DJs, producers, musicians, like people like, yeah, Marianne Hobbs from BBC uh, Radio 6 Music has done some workshops. Um, yeah, Nathan McKay, Sarah Farina, all these people who are like, I'm a big fan of, yeah. it's like amazing, <laughs> they want to come and do something. So yeah, so, but other people are just, you know, more like people who are just coming from their love of it and want to share this thing, they, they're a nerd about this thing and they want to share it and it's like amazing. And it means there's a really like, it's a really non-hierarchical space, you know, everyone's just, you don't really know what you're going to get. People from all around the world are going to be there, people from all different levels, but you know you're going to be have the, uh, coming from a community feeling. It's yeah. not going to be like, listen to this brilliant teacher, oh, they're so amazing. It's more like, let's learn together. Let's do yeah. this together. And that's, yeah. Creating this sort of supportive, caring space where yeah. you can create music. Because yeah, exactly. Of course, like, music can often feel very exclusive and intimidating yeah. sometimes. Yeah. And, you know, there's often, like, high costs involved with that yeah, as well. Totally, so yeah. what, what is it that's, you know, uh, important for students be able to come and learn in this space which is supportive and free? 
Yeah, that's really, really key that it's, that it's supportive and free. And by supportive, we mean like not just the workshop, but everything else, you know, like we, we're trying to build, or we, I, I hope we are building a lasting community. So there's people who have been coming to our workshops for a long time, but also we know what they're doing outside of that. We're, we're in touch with them and we're trying to help them find opportunities to perform or give them a dedicated, like, expert to listen to what they're making so they can feel supported and get good feedback and, and get help making, uh, taking things to the next level. Um, but yeah, in terms of this, the, the free aspect, I mean, this is really key um, because of it can be, yeah, education can be really expensive. Also, software is really expensive. So we're, we have um, wonderful donation from Ableton that they give us licenses to use so we can teach using their software, which is really like the kind of industry standard software for electronic music. And it's really fun to use as well. Yeah. <laughs> and we also try and teach like people to you know, to find their own way of doing things. Like we also show them like free software they can use uh, as well. Like so we, we, we try and get them to the point where they're empowered to just do everything themselves. They're not going to need anything other than their, the equipment they have, the skills they've learned, the community they have to listen and their own ideas. Yeah, and I think we've both been lucky in the fact that we've seen some students come yeah. to the music school and really grow and shine and you know build their their confidence with music yeah. and i'm wondering if you could share any success stories from our community yeah and um, what's really it's such a nice question because there are a, a lot of people from our community who we saw go from you know being quite uncertain about their music or maybe never having finished a track to now being like really active um I think particularly we have this one longer course, the eight month course, where we help them, we help a group of learners with every aspect of creating their own music and also like developing themselves as an artist. And we're seeing like people who did that course last year, like the producers like Mink and Morfena, both brilliant producers who everyone yeah. should check out. Yeah. And they also are now like, they're making tracks all the time, they're doing like like Mink is doing soundtrack to a podcast, they're doing like radio shows, and they've come back to mentor the next, uh, the, this year's uh, learners. So yeah. this is like really amazing because yeah. you can see they've got the confidence to also share what they've learned, which is like yeah. the dream of yeah. what we're doing, I think. <laughs> and giving back and it sort of completes yeah. the cycle. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, I mean, that's just so wonderful that they can actually yeah. like contribute back to the music school yeah yeah, yeah 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 and obviously the pandemic has changed the way that you know we can operate and, and do stuff at the open music lab so I'm wondering if you could share with us you know how you manage that and yeah what lessons you've learned from running the music school through that I, I think anyone involved in uh, anything community related has had a really you know has faced some really big challenges the last you know over the last uh, how long has it been? <laughs> I'm not even sure at this point. Year and a half, I think, yeah, close. Yeah. And now, and now I, you know, uh, touch wood, things are like starting to open again, and that's really yeah. exciting. But it's it was it has been really hard. Yeah. But I think what was really brilliant is that we we developed our online community. Um, we we found new ways to be in touch with people. Like we we ran online sessions. Um, we worked on like making our social media presence bigger and. Uh, kind of using it to, to share lots of interesting ideas, like creative ideas and also activist uh, projects. Um, 
and uh, we also use this time to to release uh, music. We've started our own label, so we released the first compilation from from Open Music Lab. So this is actually we found like lots of interesting things to do, and um, yeah, we we've created a model for online workshops, uh, like sometimes live stream, sometimes over video call. Um, it's definitely like there's been times it's really worked and times it's been harder. But I think overall what we found is you can you can do it. You can really like give people a community feeling. You just have to like really try and find ways to find out how they're doing. You know, you have to be open to feedback. You have to like listen when people say I can't follow it like this or like this is too fast for me or too slow for me or something, you know. You have to be open to that, otherwise it's just someone talking in front of their computer and you don't know, like you're sending it into the darkness. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, yeah. I think it's also like a, a period of time where you can really ask your community to give you feedback and, yeah. Yeah, and learn from them as well. Yeah, and, and actually, uh, amazingly, I think our community has, has grown in this time. Um, yeah. You know, it could easily have shrunk, but we all took the effort to, uh, you know, you as well, of course, <laughs> yeah. like you put so much effort into this, like to keeping it alive and keeping it present and keeping supporting people in meaningful ways. And yeah, actually that's meant there's a there's a new kind of generation, I don't know how to say that. A new, music lab generation, yeah, new, new music one, yeah. And, and, and all the time it's growing and we get like, you know, messages from people uh, being like, hey, I'm, I'm a producer, I'm in this is my situation like maybe they're in a refugee home and they're like I want to make a hip-hop record it's like yeah okay yeah talk to us let's see maybe yeah. we can you know let's let's find a workshop for you let's find a producer to work with you you know it's like and that's really cool that's that's a really exciting thing that we've done in this time yeah definitely we've we've learned how to connect to our community in a different way and yeah grow yeah. it in fact yeah yeah um, so what, what are your hopes and dreams for the future of the Open Music Lab? How do you see it sort of moving forwards, moving yeah. forwards outside of, you know, the pandemic and being able to meet in person? Yeah, it's really, um, it's actually a really exciting moment for us. Um, our team has been growing a little bit. Um, so as well as you and me, there's, yeah, there's Offaly Kaufman, who's absolutely brilliant, coming from the world of booking a little bit. So she has a really great perspective on artist uh, development. And I'm really excited about her being like a permanent member of our team as well. And we're also finding other people from various parts of the music world who are supporting us in various ways right now. And we're really like focusing on expanding in that way. And that's really cool. So I think we're in a position to we're in a position to, to make this even more effective in supporting yeah. people. I mean, in terms of like my hopes and dreams for it, as well as like, because we have some great plans already, yeah, you know, yeah. that will happen, whether I dream of them or not. Like, the, <laughs> we have another release coming up uh, this year and another one next year. We have courses, like lots of different courses running. But I dream of also, of being able to reach more people and also support people in supporting other people. Like, you know, I dream of like us being able to take our model to partners, you know, and like, who are like, ah, we want to do this in, in another city. Like, I, I dream of us being able to go and be like, okay, here's how you set up an open music lab in your city or yeah. in your house or whatever, you know, and like it being something that can be uh, shared even more. In this yeah, way. sharing that knowledge and yeah, 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 yeah. 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 
Because there should be an open music lab in every city. <laughs> in every home. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you're going to be doing a performance for us later yeah. with Kimia, who is one of our students on the eight-month course. I was wondering if you could just tell us a little bit more about yeah, what we're going to hear and what we can expect. Yeah, I'm really, really excited about this. It's completely new. <laughs> <laughs> Kimia Bani, she's an Iranian percussionist, it, like a very... Uh, like celebrated Iranian percussionist. So it's very exciting for me mm -hmm. uh, to get to play with her. We met as part of uh, another community organization called Migloom. Uh, and now she's been doing, uh, she's done the beginners course at Open Music Lab, learning production, and now she's doing the eight month course. So she's starting to develop her own tracks using electronic music. But she comes from a background of like classical Iranian percussion, which is just a, a astonishing like yeah. world of sounds. Um, so we're going to try something uh, really new. We're going to do a, a kind of structured improvisation using sounds and samples from her instruments and with me playing um, electronics, building some kind of harmonies and rhythms around her sounds. Great. I can't wait. <laughs> yeah, <me neither. laughs> um, and finally, what does giving back mean to you, Ben? Yeah, it's a really great question. And I think anyone who's involved in this community can give something back to Berlin. Like, we must have those moments where we go, oh, I'm giving something back, but what, uh, what am I giving back? Or what did I get in the first place that I can give it back? And, um, it's like almost a, 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 a cliche in the, in the Jewish community, but there's this phrase, tikkun olam, which means uh, like repairing the world, uh, kind of means that, repairing the universe, maybe. And I think it means like, you know, there's a better version of the world, mm -hmm. and you don't have to like, build that whole thing you can just like fix a bit of it you can add your bit of it and other people are going to be doing this as well you know we're all going to be like you're going to come together and you're going to build this better version of the world which it kind of should have always been like you know it's a act of repairing as well as building that's so that's really, how I see it yeah, it's really beautiful <laughs> thank you so much I really enjoyed yeah chatting to you in this in this format <laughs> yeah. um, and thank you to our listeners I really hope you join us next time I'm here at Refugio with Kim Yabani and we're going to play a, a new structured improvisation for you.